Empowering humanity, supporting unity. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Paz Mesa Playhouse, where we come to play, slay, and lay the way for us to be our truest selves. I'm Janie, the Mindfulness Coach. And I'm Angel Santiago, also known as Life Coach Angel. And Paz Mesa means peace within. Paz means peace. Mesa in Greek means means within. And it also means table. And in so Spanish. in Spanish, mm-hmm. exactly. So peace within, peace table, Paz Mesa is a pulse. We want to help people drop into the power and the wisdom and intelligence of L-O-V-E, which is in the heart. And we have been working on becoming our most authentic selves, which in turn has unlocked the power of peace within. And that's really my mission with the work that I do personally and with Rise Above TV, where we are empowering humanity and supporting unity. If you haven't already subscribed to our channel, please do so because this is the place where we provide mindful content for living and loving. And the Paz Mesa Playhouse is a new podcast, so thank you so much for tuning in. And if you love it, if this resonates with you and you know other people that can benefit from some of the stuff that we're sharing about what works in our lives, because nothing that we share with others isn't something that we don't embody ourselves on a daily mm-hmm. basis, or at least aim to. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. That's another thing. We love wordplay. We're going to be picking on words, and we love acronyms, and peace is really what this movement is about. Paz Mesa Pulse is about the peace movement. Rise Above TV is about creating a mindfulness movement. And what does it really mean to live mindfully? The more you do that, which will break that down, you will realize that peace involves a lot of different virtues and you can kind of remind them of what the acronym is Mm -hmm. if you want to yeah in the the last episode if you saw the first one we talked about what is peace we kind of broke that down we talked about the importance of bringing peace to the table meaning whatever table you're sitting at whether that's well any relationship really because life is all about relationships we're in relationship with everything we're in relationship with money we're in relationship with others we're in relationship with work if you have a belief system about something, that's the relationship that you have with it. So it's either going to be harmonious or it's not. Yeah. And so the idea is that the tools that we're offering you here is to help you have a more harmonious experience or relationship with whatever you're in a relationship with. And, <clears throat> and we've been talking about peace. So the first P of the acronym peace is patience, which is what we're going to talk about today. Yes, because that's where we left off last, last time. time. And really quickly, the whole acronym is patience, equanimity, acceptance, compassion. I like to say compassionate curiosity mm-hmm. and E, equality. So these podcasts, um, you were talking about relationship. Mm-hmm. I like to call it real relationship, R-E-A-L. I'm an acronym geek. That's a whole other thing in itself. But the most important relationship is the one that you have with yourself because how you are with thyself and how much you're willing to understand yourself and have mercy for yourself, that will end up impacting your ability to extend it to another person. So however deep you have it for self, you'll have for others. Well, and I would even add to that is self with a capital S, mm-hmm. meaning your higher self, with this, with essentially is your relationship with God, with the universe, with your, your spiritual essence. So that, that's the first relationship. Then is the relationship that you have with your human side, then is your relationship that you have with others. So it's like one, two, three. 
higher self, lower self, everybody else. Everybody else. And then the, the better quality your relationship is with God, whatever you call whatever that is to you, the better relationship you're going to have with yourself as a human being, the better relationship, the better you'll relate to others. And you'll be able to come from a place of peace because, again, that's one of the essence or one of the qualities uh, of God. Yes. Which is, is peace. Yes. So you'll be tapping into that part of you. Yeah. And then you're going to be bringing that out into the world through the human vessel that you are as you connect with other people. Yes. And the more you feel yourself living in alignment with that higher spiritual self, this is the self that is accountable and responsible for the choices that they're making in life. At some point, those of you that are watching this show, most likely you're on a self-discovery journey, self-exploration journey, healing, just learning and growing. And that's one of the things that we want to encourage here and inspire others is to remain curious like a child. And some of these words that we were talking about um, and how he was tying it to God and what love is, there's a worldly construct and an idea that um, is tied to the word love. And so we're gonna bring a deeper meaning to what love actually is. Um, there's a guy who has a really great organization called Go Love Now, and he's also an acronym geek. His name is Scott Goyette. <laughs> and we go into schools and we teach kids and parents about mindful living and self-care practices and compassion and these things, breathing exercises, things to help you de-stress. And that's one of the things that um, when he was talking about L-O-V-E, L stands for listen, observe, uh, for the O, V, voice, and E, empathize. You have to really understand the power of your voice and how are we using it. And you to... got to be able to do those things for yourself first. Yes. If, if you can't do those things for yourself first, it's going to be really hard for you to do it with everybody else. Yes. So just keep that in mind. And one of the, one of the key... Well, here's a question for you. How, how are you sleeping at night? How are right. you sleeping at night? Do you, do you have good sleep? Is it a hard time for you to sleep? Do you struggle sleeping? Do you don't get a lot of sleep? And the reason I ask, I ask that is because when everything, when your day is done and everything's quiet, guess what gets really loud? This right here. And so sleep requires peace. Yes. And so if you're not at peace within yourself, within your mind, you're not going to have peace. You're not going to have peace throughout the day. You're not going to have peace at night. So that's really, really important that we understand that. And what we're talking about here, the mind... It's for it's it's the it's the body really mind and body mm -hmm. because the mind and the body are, are in basically w within this vehicle right this vessel mm -hmm. right so if you don't calm this down we, you talk a lot about the nervous system if we don't yes. calm this thing down you will not allow for the essence that you are for example the, the I studied psychosynthesis psychology or spiritual psychology and the founder of that psychology says there there's a part of you that already knows everything you need to know. Mm -hmm. everything there is to, it already knows it it's just waiting for you to get out of the way yes so the more you can kind of like clear all of this all these fears all the things that prevent you from experiencing peace the more the essence of who you are the more of that godliness that divinity is going to come through the vessel into this 3d experience and that's why a lot of the work that we do in terms of uh, going back to mindfulness and then we'll kind of touch on patience and everything because you have to have patience with yourself as you start to unlearn mm -hmm. a lot of the mechanisms that you learn that were there to protect you but now they're they're very hyperactive and overactive and so unless you understand these subconscious autopilot behaviors 
this is where, where the work really is, is getting to the origin. Why do you think what you think? What you think you will feel, you have an emotion and then you have a thought or you have a thought and then you have an emotion. We uh, are illiterate in this world or at least in our country here in the United States when it comes to being able to uh, express ourselves like emotional intelligence is something that we're all going to need to learn if we want to create peace in the world. So we lack an ability to communicate effectively and honestly with ourselves and with other people. We don't really know how to be real. We, that's why the God self, the higher self is the realest, truest you that then later you got all of these, all of these things happen. So you have a bunch of memories, you have a bunch of memories. And a lot of those memories have like traumatic experiences. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us from zero to seven, that's when our core belief structures are starting to be, you know, basically shaped, which then is impacting your perception, your relationship with self and other people and God in the world at large is coming from whether or not you felt safe from the get-go. So this is about reestablishing mm -hmm. safety with the body because when the body feels a good, it's it's telling you something. And let's start getting curious about what that information is because then you feel more empowered. And we, when we start to learn how to master our emotions, first we have to be able to put words to them and be able to say what it is that we're feeling, that alone starts to calm the nervous system down. When you're doing it with the intention to work yourself down instead of work yourself up, you'd be surprised at how you can start increasing your energy levels. Because when you love thyself and you care about yourself and you start doing this work, your vitality increases, creativity increases, prosperity comes more easily to you. There is still effort, but there's an effortlessness to life when you start aligning with the truth as part of yourself so what is patience like by definition yeah. I, I literally just googled it right by definition patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset mm. okay now there's a quote or a piece of scripture that i wanted to share that perfectly illustrates that and it says it's this is from proverbs 15 18 hot tempers cause arguments but patience brings peace yes and one of our master teachers is yeshua and one of the things that he's known for is being an, a very effective communicator and very patient very patient he was able to sit with anyone and and because he understood how to listen with his heart and his soul he learned how to sort of remove judgment and biases whether he felt them or not, it, they were not in the center of the conversation with the person. And he was also always able to see the best of them. And the rest was just sort of this distortion and confusion and illusions and delusions that come from some ideologies that are making you feel like you're not worthy, that you're not lovable, that you're not enough. And that's one of the coolest things about Yeshua was like he really understood what it meant to be a friend. And that's what this is about. We're here to help you understand mm -hmm. how did you get so good at being your adversary? Well, guess what? You have the ability and the power if you want to. You have to have the desire and the, you know, and then it takes some tenacity. But that's what we're here for, to encourage you, inspire you to stay on the path of getting to the truth of what you really are. And it's funny that patience is defined as acceptance because yes. acceptance is another one of the See? a is the a of the acronym of peace yes. they're all connected and yes. and what causes us to become very impatient a lot of times is 
what we want to what we think should be happening right now it's not happening how we think it should be happening and it's happening differently so it's creating resistance you're resisting what is that's why it's so important all these practices contemplation meditation being in silence quieting the mind calming observing the mind whatever you however you want to do it are all practices that help you be present in the now because everything is happening exactly as it should be and in divine timing so what are we fighting uh-huh. what are we really resisting against so yeah. if we don't develop if we don't connect with that with that god self right we, we don't we don't have a spiritual life we're not really connecting with the divine timing we're not really connecting with what is we're not really connecting to the present moment uh-huh. so we're always getting in the way and again if we live from the carnal self right carnal you know desires yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to fulfill the flesh is never going to be enough yeah one of the things that i love what jesus taught was the whole uh bread of the earth bread of the heavens you know the feeding the earth which is this body will never be enough right. you're always going to be hungry because yes. you're feeding like short term i'm thirsty let me drink short term guess what you're going to be thirsty again when when you go into your into that bread of the heavens right that yeah. spiritual nourishment that yes. nourishes from the inside out it nourishes everything everything that's what everything. I, love. I love 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 paz mesa really was inspired by the power the healing power of like what love actually is the wisdom of love because it encompasses a lot of words that to me are virtuous which ironically again going back to yeshua it was a way of being he mm-hmm. wasn't he wasn't trying to get you to follow a religion he didn't he didn't have a church you know that he was like operating out of he was just in the streets and he was just being himself he wasn't going and trying to like i gotta save you with this fear behind you and something bad's gonna happen to you it's like no all is well y'all just have y'all sin all sin means is to miss the mark it's, it's, it, that's what's so neat about this existence is we have what's called free will. This is a place of polarity and duality. And part of where patience and peace really lies is when you start getting into the deeper understanding of why duality and polarity exist in the first place. Well, and when you transcend that. That's what I'm you, saying. When you, you stop that's, seeing it. That's what I mean. You have, yeah, you right. have to see it and understand the both sides and know how it gets played out mm-hmm. in thy own self. And then that eventually when you really stick to this and with every breath you take you're like let me tell you what really healed the shit out of me is when when you start asking god to to heal you of certain things my biggest thing was it made the most sense i was like show me and heal me of all of my ignorances and my hypocrisies and he took me into all my traumas to show me Mm -hmm. at the core what was really happening. And there's these five wounds, humiliation, rejection, betrayal, injustice, and abandonment. And I was asking God to show me the seed. Where is the origin really of my anger and my sadness and my pain? Earlier you were talking about when things don't show up the way you want them to. One of the first emotions typically when we are not in acceptance and you're in resistance, you're not willing to surrender to what's showing up. And it's okay. That's natural. But eventually when you start learning the mind things that we understand and the emotional practices and meditation and all this stuff, you start to build the tool belt that you need in order for you to be able to see 
through all of the BS, experience the feeling, but see the lesson. You can see right. what it is, what it's teaching you, you and you what you get to truth. flex. You can see the truth within the difficult and challenging experience. Yes. You know, that's what, that's what really, that's the wisdom comes in. Yes, exactly. You draw out that honey, that sweet part of it. Mm. And, and just think about it. I'll ask you this question. Think about the last time you were in a place where you were like, why is this happening to me? How the heck am I going to survive this? Mm-hmm. How am I going to get past this? This I feel like I'm drowning. I feel like I'm under all my circumstances. And you're like, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. Think about one of those moments because I've had many. I'm oh, sure yeah. you have too. A lot of them. And I'm sure you have too. But think about one. Think yeah. about a really challenging one. And you rose right? above it. Now, did that moment destroy you or did it grow you? Chances are, you're probably saying it grew you as you look back. Well, as you find yourself in the next moment, because it's going to come, you find yourself in the next moment, the result is going to be the same. It's not going to be any different. So, you know, Steve Jobs in an interview, he said, you can only connect the dots looking back. Yeah. He said that. Because you that, can find that's patterns. True, like hindsight 2020. Exactly. But then I add something to that. If the dots connect when you look back, that means the dots are already connected as you look forward. Mm-hmm. The question is, can you trust that? And you trust that this dot that you're in is the perfect dot that you, in fact, you co-created the circumstances of this, of yes. this dot with God yes. to get you to that next dot. Yes. And so can you trust that? And so that's why I always say a lot of our resistance is not with what's happening. It's that we don't have faith. We don't trust that this moment is happening for our highest good. Yeah, we're disappointed. We're disappointed. And then it feels like punishment. Well, because that's to another. the mind, to the mind it does, right? right? That's what but I mean. In, but, but in the, the truth, soul like this is for you, dog. Yeah. Like I'm trying to grow you. Like yeah, trust man. me. And that's what's so neat about this work, y'all. And I swear, there is a piece of you that is connected to God. It has never left you. It is not severed. You cannot destroy or create energy and you cannot cut light. God is light, L-I-G-H-T, and that's another acronym. I threw it out there, I think, last time. Living in God's harmonious truth. He talked about harmony. Harmonize thyself. What does it mean to to harmonize? It's integrating both light and yes. dark within yourself. Yes. That's the yin and yang within you. Two yes. becoming one in you. In you. And Jesus says the kingdom is within. Mm-hmm. Go within. In and there is nothing that's keeping us. We have a lot of dogmas and doctrines, and these there's a lot of religious trauma to be quite honest with you. But there is this fear and judgment and guilt that has come along with God's love. That's oxymoronic, that's two polarity things. God is love and peace, it's about fulfillment and sustenance. And when you start aligning your words and your thoughts and your actions with virtuous words like integrity and getting authenticity and yes, vulnerability. And, oh, yeah, that is like that is the we're bringing vulnerability, we're making all the EDs. Yeah, I was gonna say, when <laughs> I, I was gonna say, we're bringing it back, but no, we're, we're literally reframing and re identifying and reorienting ourselves as a culture with the word vulnerability that is our superpower right now is you cannot have a, you cannot have authenticity without vulnerability and humility that's like you just how are you going to be real and we have been disconnected from the how what that even really means mm-hmm. we're really afraid to be our own selves and that's another part of this we well, want to encourage we don't want to be rejected like if, we, yes. if i really show up as me are people really going to accept me and so being accepted and being liked becomes more important than being 
the truest you that you yes. can be. Yes, and you know what's neat is when you do discover that and you start to be more of that and you're more fearless, you'll find other people that are willing to fly their freak flag like you. You know but what I'm saying? in order for that to happen, there's certain things that we must do. Now, Jane, yes. yeah. what has been, like if we can each share what has been the most helpful thing for us in terms of developing patience? What's something that they can really use? What has helped you become more patient? Okay. Um, first, I was looking for the real superfluous like things that were happening in my life, like just those things that were re occur occurring like consistently, where I would kind of like react, like kind of just lose my my cool. They're mm -hmm. just like you know what I mean. Just feel just a little bit like lost Ugh. your temper. Yeah, I lost. Hot yeah, tempers. yeah, yeah. That exactly. Mm -hmm. There's a show, what is it called? The Family Guy. And Peter's like, had you know a segment. Really, you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> and you know, a, another way to say that is, you know what really like sets my nervous system off into the sympathetic mm -hmm. side? You know what really gets me in a fight, flight, freeze, and fawn? Um, or one of those. And when I, I was looking for the easiest like targets, I guess you could say, that were like robbing me of my peace. I was l allowing certain scenarios to put my nervous system into that space, which meant I was asking for adrenaline, cortisol, and norepinephrine. And I knew that that's not really what I wanted to do. And that's when I started geeking out about, oh shit, like I'm the chemist of my blood. If you understand how your nervous system and endocrine system work, you start to realize. So I just started to take more accountability. Mm -hmm. So I would say on the road is the biggest one. I wasn't a big road rager anyway, but I did kind of like, ooh, ooh. And think about it. We spent a lot of time, some some people spend a lot of time on the road. So that was, that was a great place for me to flex. And that's kind of where it started. And breathing, you have to... There's a really great, it's an acronym, but I didn't think of this one. It's called SNAP, S-N-A-P. Stop, take a breath, and notice what you're thinking, feeling, the felt sensation, what is the body doing, and then also notice what's going on externally. You can go in, out, doesn't matter, but just take data. You can't react and be taking data at the same time, so that alone gives you the pause, and that's why I love so much about pause, Mesa, because pa pause sounds like pause. And pause, Mesa, is about taking that moment to pause before you react. We're about teaching you how to respond. It's the ability to respond is responsibility. Yes. I don't know where I was going down anyway. But the anyway. acronym? Yes. Uh, S and A. Um, oh, S and thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. A is accept. Accept and allow what it is that you're thinking, feeling, just let it be what it is. It'll run its course if you give yourself the space, the patience. Well, don't they say that it takes like 90 seconds for mm -hmm. an emotion to run through your body? Exactly. Yeah. I think we said that last time. Make note of that. Breathe. And, and then, then P, proceed with kindness. Mm -hmm. Or just proceed, you know, with love or with just some rationality. <laughs> That's awesome. It's, it's true. You have to take assessments, constantly take an assessment, constantly noticing. But that in order for you to do that, you have to be able to be present and observe what's happening with yes. grace and without judgment. Yes. Now, for me, I've, I've done that. But what got the tool for me was has been meditation. Now, here's oh, the yeah. thing. Here's the thing about meditation. Most people that come to me and say, well, I've tried meditation and it doesn't work. Well, the reason they say it doesn't work is because they want to stop the mind from thinking. Mm -hmm. Now here's a question I have for you. Go turn on your car and expect it expect the engine to not fire. The pistons do not fire. Mm. That's ridiculous. If you turn on your engine, the pistons are gonna fire. That's what the engine does. 
Well, the mind thinks. You're not trying to be a monk. I'm not trying to be a monk. Are you trying to be a monk? No. No, we're not I mean, trying to be a monk. There is we do have monkness in us. We right, all but we're not have it, but to we're be not trying. It's not about trying right. anything. Yoda talks about that. So, it's just doing. So if you get to that level, yeah, you you will completely have no thought. But we're we're here trying to live our lives and trying to have better relationships and trying to have better experiences. So like the trick is can you just observe the mind? Like, let the mind do its thing. Can you sit there, close your eyes, lay down, sit down, breathe like Janie's saying, and just simply watch the thoughts go by, like cars going down the road. When you see a car going down the road, I hope you don't do this. Like, oh my God, why is that car white? Why is that car four wheels? Why does it have rims? Why does it have that, that fender on the side? But you don't start obsessing about the car that goes by. So don't do that with your thoughts. Yes. Your thoughts are no different than your lungs breathing, than your breath. Your thoughts are no different than your heartbeat. Your heart beats. Your mind thinks. You don't think they're like, oh, I'm obsessed with my breath. Or, oh, I'm obsessed with my heartbeat. But we're obsessed with the thoughts because we think they're us. Yes. And it's an organ like any other, and it's gonna think. It processes information. That's what it's built. That's what it's for. doing. So and that's where, yes, the observer part. Just observe it. Observe. Just sit there and observe. Now here's the here's the scary part. Everything quiets down, and all those scary thoughts and all those scary feelings that you've been avoiding come to the surface, yes. and that's where that's what you're really avoiding. You don't want to feel or see any of that. So you go you go work out, you go shopping, you drink, you, you do whatever you can. You go you become a workaholic. You you just do whatever you can to avoid yourself. Yep, distract. You have to face yourself. Think about darkness. When you go into a closet full of darkness and you turn on the light, it's not scary anymore, is it? No. Nope. So when you sit there and observe yourself, you're turning on the light to the darkness within you, yes. which serves a purpose because both sides, light and dark, are actually helping you become the best you. They're just perspectives of who you are. And if you're only focusing on the good, you're living a half-ass life. Exactly. You got to be able to live a full life. Yeah, and that means light and dark. Full. We need mm -hmm. you to be full. So meditation, that's like number one key for you. Meditation yes. and prayer, those are all amazing tools to be able to, yes. to develop patience. Yes, because I will say. And trust. It is in being still and just, like he said, letting the thoughts do its thing. But it's a practice. Eventually, mm -hmm. it'll be quiet enough. And you'd be surprised at what comes through and what you can hear and the guidance that comes through. And when I first started meditating, some for some people it comes pretty, it, it's something that's it's not too difficult. Different, right? Everybody's different. Yeah. I'm grateful that it was something that I dove right into. And there's beautiful things that you can see and experience mm -hmm. and feel. Um, but you do have to be brave enough to allow the stuff that's been sort of suppressed and repressed to make its way, you know, to the uh -huh. forefront. 100%. And, and that kind of ties into uh, a piece of scripture that we shared last week. It was a Gospel of Thomas. And, it, and Jesus talks about, like, what you don't bring forth, what is within. Right. You know, it'll destroy well, you. Check the and episode you and you'll see the quote because yes. it's very good. <laughs> see numero uno. But I think it's time for a break, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back after these messages. This episode is brought to you by Big Cock Coffee. We get you up in the morning. The Eye of Off podcast is a podcast focusing on the evolution of an individual who is in continuous motion towards her best self. 
Thank you so much to our sponsor. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pause Mesa Playhouse. I'm Janie, the Mindfulness Coach. And I'm Angel Santiago, also known as Life Coach Angel. And we're, today we're talking about patience, the P of the acronym PEACE. Yes, and you were going to read the definition of virtue because one of the famous quotes, it actually comes from a poem. Yeah, it's probably the most known. The yeah. most known is patience is a virtue. And I feel like right now, most of humanity has kind of lost a sense of what that actually means, you know, to be virtuous and righteous. Not this like self-righteous, right, this right. arrogance, just this a, a human being of integrity and, and somebody who really embodies, you know, um, well, equanimity, which is one of the words in our peace mm -hmm. thing we'll end up touching on later. So let's touch on virtue. Like, what is the well, definition of virtue? Well, especially now, because we live in a society that we want everything, like, now, now, yeah, yesterday. True. Like, I saw this comedian that was talking about, like, Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. And he was like, people want, like, Amazon yesterday. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, he's Amazon like, yesterday. Yeah, the Amazon now. now. I want it like, in my hand. I want it in my hand. I don't even want to think Be about it. Just I it want appears. you to know what I want before, before I, I want know. it. And I want it <laughs> now. here now. So that's the society that we live in. So we don't have patience. And not only that, but the attention span has decreased more, uh, shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. Yes, that's why meditation is so great and doing breath work and, and just look into it. the things that helps you really develop and have strong gray matter. And there's ways Very that we can, benefits. there are so many things that we can do to help our brains be nice and healthy and strong for the long haul. Mm -hmm. It's not just what we're eating, and, but it's what we're watching and what we're doing, what we're thinking. And, and so these practices that help you tap into that pause mesa, that's going to be that thing that's going to bring you that energy to give you the vitality and by the way right now immunity is everything and that's why we really care about this we want y'all to be healthy and strong and vibrant so she's talking about patience being a virtue and virtue by definition so virtue is a behavior showing high moral standards a quality considered morally good or desirable in a person mm. a good or useful quality of a thing or a person mm -hmm. that's really all it is that's what a virtue really is and think about it how good of a quality it is to embody patience in your life think about how what what a difference that would make in your relationships at work Everywhere. It, just for yourself yes. when, when you're learning something new Yep. You know, people are get people get really impatient when they're learning something new. They're like, they want to be good at it now. Yep. And it's like, but you just started. Yes, and that's like, why it's so important for us to reframe mistakes and mm -hmm. help, especially when it comes to and failure and failure and failure and doing things sometimes just for the grade versus doing it for something that you really love. And that's another thing. Part of Paz Mesa is realizing what brings you joy. Mm -hmm. And how much joy are you experiencing on a daily basis? How much are you smiling, genuinely smiling? And how much do you laugh? Like when was the last time you had a really good hearty laugh? Mm -hmm. You know, all of these things are actually impacting our immunity. Well, you, you're either living from, a, you're either focusing on, on negativity or the problem or you're right. living in positivity and solutions. Like yes. you either see life, like life is a boomerang. Like it yeah. just, 
whatever you throw at it, it comes back to you. Yes. So if you're throwing out there negativity and impatience and anger, that's what's going to come right back to you. So, yes. So what are you, what boomerang are you throwing out there and what's coming back to you? Yeah. And you know what? So. That's great because you kind of bring me back to last time we were talking about road rage and stuff. And uh, we were talking about, you know, when you go out on the road, how many people are actually fully present and really aware and really paying attention and how many people are actually sort of in their own world. And then you can kind of expect then for people to kind of come in and like, cut you off and maybe uh, they don't have a lot of patience so now they're expressing that to you when I started going out believing and thinking that all is in my favor including on the road and being that I was expressing so much patience and so much kindness and letting people cut in front of me all the time my reality started reflecting that yeah, back it's a, to it's me it's a mindset shift it's yeah. a, exactly yeah. so your attitude is impacting how you're going to mm -hmm. be in, taking in data from your experiences and so we have conditioned ourselves and trained our brain for quite some time now that it's become our standard default. Mindfulness is about being able to live in the now, non-judgmentally. And that didn't being happen present on like that. Yeah, it being, took time. Yes, being time. present on purpose. And what does it mean to be present? That's another thing that we'll really touch on next time is like, when you know what basically when your mind and your body and is here you know how sometimes when like your your body's here but your mind's going somewhere else and somebody's talking to you and then you're just kind of like you don't even know what they said for a little bit yeah. or when you're driving and then you haven't been thinking and all or, of a sudden you're when, your you exit. when you lose your keys or you lose yeah. your phone you don't know where you put it it's because in the moment that you put it down you were not present with it you were somewhere else and you're yes. like now you have no idea where your phone is or where your keys are because you weren't like you were somewhere this was like you were like somewhere else somewhere else somewhere else yes. you put your keys down you have no idea because you weren't there yes you know? yes this is about living on purpose mm -hmm intentionally and the more that you do that the more you can be you know experience life in a much deeper more profound way because there's all kinds of things that we're missing when we're not present yeah. and that's when the magic in life really starts to um well, that's the only place unfold. the magic happens it's in yeah the present moment. that's so damn that's the quote of the day so what do you want what, what's okay. the last what do you want to tell them okay so maybe a journaling thing maybe it's something that they can consider Write down what and who gets you bothered. What are you reacting to yeah. throughout the day? Yeah, what is that? And then make it like, just make a list of like what those points. things are. Yeah, bullet points. And then pick one and work on that one for, I, I dare say a week, because I was going to say a day. But if oh, you're yeah, cool week. with doing yeah. like seven days, notice that's that's another thing. Being the optimal noticer. Well, do the snap. Self. Do the yeah, snap, snap to that one thing. Do yeah, the snap there you go. To that one thing. Snap that one thing for, for seven days. Okay, and what's super saucy is that you'll start to actually um, improve your your scales with patience because like which one is winning right now? And the only way to do the other is to like flex these muscles mm -hmm. in real time. You have to train your brain, just like at the gym. You want like badass biceps, but you don't want to do any work to get them. Yeah, you can't just do one one curl and then expect your bicep to grow. You have to keep showing up. Yeah, you gotta keep showing up. So you just keep, keep doing it. Up. And what's super neat is that eventually, 
you will end up creating a new neural pathway and that thing won't even be a thing for you. And then you just start knocking them out one by one. one. And that in itself is self-care. That in itself is meditation. Being aware of something that you normally do and then you choose to go against the grain. Go against it. You do the complete opposite. Just like a game. Make it a game. That's why I when I work with people or even with myself, the more we can make it sort of practical and playful, it's about bringing levity to brevity I say that all the time that's my jam that's what I'm here to do is bring levity to brevity because we're all in this pool of mushy goo together of all the things that we learned that are no longer serving us not only as individuals but it's not serving our relationships it's not serving us it's not serving the planet and so pause mesa is uh when you ignite the power of peace within it ends up bleeding and pouring, we'll say pouring like water <laughs> uh, into your partnership, into parenting, into your workplace, everything, like you were saying, everything. everything. So the work that you do, we just honor you greatly. Anybody who is out there doing some healing work or you got rid of a habit, like high five to you. Thank you for the but work that be, you're doing. Be patient with yourself. It takes time. You And as you're on this path, you're going to stumble. You're going to fall again because we're, we're human beings. And so you need grace and you need forgiveness. It's like, it's all right. Get back up. Try again. It only develops your resiliency. And then the last thing I'll do is like for those of you that are watching and like do this tool, but also I'll put a link on the comments for like how to ease into meditation. Okay. That way, because that's also really important because that that's also meditation is going to help you in anything else that you do. Because it's making space here and it's a way to renew your mind mm-hmm. so that you can access your true self, your do, your God self. Okay, yes. so I'll put that link in, in the comments. But I really, really hope that this resonates with you mm-hmm. and, and that you take these tools and apply them to your life. Thanks again for hanging out with us here at the Paz Mesa Playhouse, the place mm-hmm. where we offer you pieces of, of peace for your everyday life. That's right. And of course, if this is something that you feel your friends would enjoy, be sure to share and subscribe to our Rise Above comment, TV. Comment, comment, ask us questions. Yeah, send us questions and subscribe to our YouTube channel, our podcast channel, where we provide mindful content for living and loving. Thanks again and peace, peace be in you. Pause Mesa Playhouse is a Rise Above TV production. To be a part of the mindfulness movement, visit riseabovetv.com and subscribe to our YouTube and podcast channel. Be sure to like and follow us on social media.